Tonight we're going for our first 5-5 ever. We're just excited. Not only is it a 5-5, but it's a where go. We need work. We need car. Where do you are? Tuned in, signals clear. Coming through, geocache talk. Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, or Google Play, and you get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music, and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Waterboy, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Cashley, one Kind Word, Ravenclaw Tia, Shermanator 18, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, The Geo Gearheads, Sodak Zack, The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy 1276, The No Code Geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, Doc Firewoman, FS Sabero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, Geocaching Junkie, Sir Drumalot, Janice, Tricasius, Tom Frey, Rugels, and our new patrons, The Bruce Zero, EGK PBR, and Casamaya. If you'd like to become a patron, Head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, we got a big show tonight. Let me start off by welcoming my co-host, Jesse. Good evening. And mm, Sydney? No, Sydney. Yeah. She decided to vacate us. Because it's about where it goes. That's what I'm going to stick with. Okay. Yeah, she did not want to so be on the show. About where it goes. She refused to show up tonight. Right. She's boycotting her own show, and so we don't know if she'll ever be on again. So there you go. And when she I, does, we're going to talk about where I go again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to jump right into show 75 for November 5th. I got that right. Good. I had to look down at the date, make sure I had it right in the notes <laughs> as we... As we do the Where I Go show. The Where I Go show. We need a little theme for this show or something. For, the Where I Go show. Yeah. I know. I got, I'll find one and put, in the, put, put it in here somewhere. Insert. Why haven't the Travel Bugs written a song about Where I Go yet? I know. Why haven't they? Insert music. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to do it. Here we go. Insert music here. Where you go. Are you running the Where I Go? 
I'm just trying to. Me? Then how do you know which way we have to mile go? That'll Okay, we left a little space. I'm going to put some music right there for us for the show. So, um, two, two announcements tonight. I'm going to actually start with the coin. Um, so, we're still selling our coin, which is so cool looking, I think. And, um, Absolutely. It's a cool coin. you got to get one of these. It's like... It's very, it's a very thick coin, which is cool, and it's not, it's 3D, so the little, the little compass spikes stick out, so it's kind of a 3D type coin. So, and the the back is very cool, it's got a cool look to it, and so if you'd like to buy one, they are uh, $17 U.S. and $23 international. I'll ship it anywhere. Um, you can buy one uh, if you go to the Geocache Talk website. It's at the bottom of the page. It says to donate, but that's just because I couldn't find the right uh, little snap in. So if you donate, it's not a trick. Yeah. Not a trick, yeah. <laughs> Don't if you donate seventeen dollars US, then your prize for the donation is a coin. So how it's worded is how it's worded. So I wouldn't worry about that. So I had somebody ask me about that, and I'm like, well, I mean. This is the way it is. We're not a 501c3, so it's not really a donation. So uh, anyway, the big announcement tonight um, is about the Podcast of Hope. And if you're not familiar with the Podcast of Hope, this will be our second year to do this. And last year we did an eight-hour podcast. And we're going to do that again this year. And we have decided as our little uh, hosting crew for uh for the podcast that we are going to do once again we're going to do saint jude's children's research uh as our uh charity that we're going to raise money for last year we raised over a thousand dollars for saint jude we're hoping to raise at least two thousand dollars this year so you like that same amount of time right same amount of time but I think oh, we're that's I, the pressure's on now. Pressure's on. I think we can do it, and I know our our fans and our uh, all of our support folks will be love to be part of that. So we're going to provide you guys with great entertainment, eight hours of cool entertainment for um, from four p.m. to midnight on December tenth. We're going to have great guests. We're going to have uh, great topics. We're going to have a lot of fun surprises. We're going to talk about geocaching part of the time we're going to not talk about geocaching part of the time uh last year we talked about movies and we talked about um oh gosh uh, holiday gift ideas um what else did we do jesse we did winter caching um, there was a dog on the podcast i think right yeah yeah, yeah. we had uh we had uh, ca- uh you know, holidays on the farm with uh, dr oh, yeah. firewoman we did that one so a lot of cool things we're going to do we'll probably i'm hoping for like a uh vlogger round table so you're going to get to meet some people that you probably have watched their vlogs and are wondering you know about them I'd like to hear more about them um uh, so we're going to try to get at least one vlogger round table with a bunch of vloggers that'll be kind of fun i know joshua will be in on that probably hopefully um get um you know um just a, a, a very wide range i want to get some of the aussies on hopefully from australia to talk about australia a little bit and uh different people from different parts of the world are going to be on so look forward to that um december 10th mark your calendar that that night uh, again we'll start at 4 p.m uh, central and we'll go to midnight uh that night so look that is late 
late. Yes, it is, but it's going to be fun, and it's a it's a great time uh, that we do that. So, all right, the Where I Go show. Here we go. Uh, let me give you a definition of a Where I Go. And Jesse's mostly he, Jesse's the expert. I'm just along uh, tonight to. Um, uh, as a person who's done a where I go and built a where I go. So we're going to find out. And if you've ever built or done a where I go, um, we're going to keep track in the chat room um, some information. So uh, everyone in the chat room, uh, please comment on both of those things, uh, hopefully in one, because uh, we're going to read, because the chat room is busy tonight. Uh, tell us if you have built a where I go and if you have also and or have you found a where I go uh, ever? So Johnny Cash is in our chat room. He mentions he's done a few, so that's good. And I'll, I'll talk about some other people too as we go. So the definition, Jesse, and I found this online. So if, if we don't like it, we can fix it. But this is what I found. Where I go is a tool set for creating and playing GPS-enabled adventures in the real world. Use GPS technology to guide you to physical locations and interact with virtual objects and characters. Do you like that definition? or? I've seen it a million times. So, um, okay. I used to put it on the bottom of where it goes when I okay. publish them. Uh, so it does kind of give you an idea, but it doesn't really. You really have to do one. And I, we'll talk about more about that in a minute, but I agree. Um, I agree. To really have an idea, you have to get out and, and go. Yeah, you really have to go where I go. Yeah, you need that, to go. Yeah, there you go. Bad pun. That's where you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> but they are there, like you said. Um, and I think some people are scared of where it goes. Don't you think? I think so. Um, and a lot of people just cashers that have been around for a long time have never done them. They don't even know what they are. There's a lot of misconceptions about them. Um, and, uh, wow. Uh, uh, A.S. Gerbers and correct me if I do that wrong. Uh, they've, they've found 45. That's pretty good. That's a healthy that amount, healthy amount of where I go. That's a healthy amount. They ought to know what it's like finding them. Uh, so they, they know what it's like, you know, you get out and find one and, but there's, there should be, uh, a lot of difference between each where I, where I go. But, you know, there should be with caches too, right? So mm -hmm. they can be as different as each kind of cache can be. Um, and I guess my the best way to sum it up for me would be they're the best and the worst thing that GC headquarters has ever produced. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, why do you, now, okay, that's, that, that, <laughs> that demands some description, some, uh, uh, explanation. So w why is it that we'd say that? Why would you say that? Um, so I, I talk about where it goes a lot, uh, cause I like them and they're a lot of fun and I'll, and I'll talk about some of the good stuff too, but, um, you know, and I have like shirts made up and it was part of my logo for a while and I mm -hmm. encouraged people to do it and stuff like that. And I try to find them when I go to an area and uh, so people often say, hey, I had a problem with where I go. It didn't work right. I'm like, yeah, because that sucks. There's, there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. uh, they're like, well, this didn't work right. I'm like, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot about it that doesn't work right. Um, so I, I guess why I would say. But when it, when it does work, though, it can be pretty amazing. Great potential. Yeah. Yes. And so it's a, it can be kind of a frustrating night potentially trying to find one, but when you find a cool one, it's one you never forget. Absolutely. And I guess before we talk about the best and worst of it, mm -hmm. uh, 
it, the smartest thing, I guess, would be to clear up a, a few misconceptions about them. Um, I've been at an event with uh, cashers that have been. Uh oh. Oh, what, what's going on here? Something's going on. What? What? Something is going on the show. How's it going, guys? Oh, it's it's our man at the cash. It looks like men at the cash this time. So, Dak Zach, it is tonight. Is men at the cash? So, EGK B, PBR is there. Yes, he is. And Sodak Zach. And um, what are you guys doing tonight? What's up? What's up? Uh, we're out here doing a where I go. Can you see and hear me fine? Uh, we, can, uh, we can hear you just fine. We can not really see you yet. We see Carr. Oh, um, oh there you are. We kind of see. There you are, kind of. Yes, there oh. you are. We see you now. It's facing Eric. It's dark out here. That's okay. <laughs> Here, Eric, you want to grab with the other hand here? There. Cool. Oh, excellent. There you are. So you're trying to do this in the dark because, you know, where I go is hard enough during the daytime. Well, you know, challenge. (laughs) Make a challenge out of it. Yep. So what kind of where I go are you doing? Yeah, give us a GC. Well, if you could give the GC code. I'll do that. Yeah, let me give the GC code real Uh, fast, and then you can describe what's going on. Yeah. uh, Section section 31 here in Sioux Falls. Yes, and I'm going to put it in the chat room as well. But the GC code is GC1QET6. Echo Tango. So it's not too far from my house. um, And basically, where we're at is we're at this large uh, soccer complex. So there's just tons of soccer fields, a bunch of open space. And what this guy did is he made a where I go. And we just got the the beginning points. Um, we went to the rendezvous point at the beginning, and it popped up with this package we got to deliver to someone named Sloan. But we have to dodge sniper fire as we go across these soccer fields. And Ooh. so, uh, in the dark, that's you know, even better. <laughs> in the dark. Yeah. So you see all these names: Soldier, Rom- Romeo, Quebec, mm-hmm. Mike, etc. And they have these little arrows. And I'll just name out a couple of them. So okay. a quarter mile uh, that you know to my left is one. 555 feet is another one. Uh, point, you know, 713 feet that way. So there's snipers all around us, all these different distances. And the where I go works that if we uh, um, here, can you guys hear me? We we can hear you. We, we lost the video, but we hear you just fine. Keep all going. Right. You're good. Yeah. So having some so cold out here, my phone's malfunctioning. Oh, no problem. But we hear, we see you so now. So we're, so we're, uh, we have to walk across here, and if we get too close to any one of the snipers, we die, and we have to start all over. So, oh wow, it's pretty cool. So there's like basically from the where I go setup, he set up these circles of range that if you go inside of that, you'll get shot. So there's a slight path you have to wiggle yourself around all the way across this part. To the finish line essentially and get your next uh you know get the next instructions that's a cool Very idea cool. i like yeah, that uh he, this guy does a lot of fun ones so we're pretty excited about this one very cool all so, right so you're gonna get you're well, gonna get go ahead yeah so we're gonna we're gonna get started here we're gonna go uh get meet sloan uh drop off the package see where we have to go next and uh hopefully it's the final and we can go uh show you guys a container and get the log signed 
Well, let's hope both of you survive and make it to the end. And so we're, we'll we'll be anticipating whether you come back on the show or not, uh, based on the uh, sniper fire and everything. So yeah, well, hopefully we both make it. Okay, <laughs> well, good deal. All right. Yep. Thanks, Zach. Yep. Bye. Bye. So um, one thing, Jesse, that um, this is kind of a – I know we're going to bounce around a little bit, but what, right. he's, what he's doing sounds really cool because you're adding such an element. So um, have you ever built one with this kind of a concept in mind or what are some um, – because basically he's doing sort of a hidden or hidden zones or what, what would we call this one? It could be that um – so I guess uh, his, and I haven't done that one or seen it, but I've built some for other people, um, and they want certain areas. Um, so inside of where I go, you can add creativity, and I know we're kind of jumping around now. But, I know. I'm sorry. Um, we'll go back. We'll so come like, back to that. different zones. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, you can either show them where they can't go or give them warnings as they get closer, but you can add a whole virtual, like just like virtual reality, you can add a whole virtual field. Like if you're using a park, Right. You know, um, it doesn't have to correspond with reality, like a tree or a soccer goal. It could be something, imagine like the sniper fire there, and um, it gives you a warning ahead of time, or you just have to start over, depending on how frustrating it is. Um, and uh, it could send you all the way back to the beginning. It can make you start over. It could send you forward. Uh, you can pretty much add what, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you want based on proximity and location. And, and what it sounds like what he's doing is based on your path because it obviously is tracking your path it's got predetermined locations mm-hmm. and they can do proximity to each other so okay. i can make it a quite a creative experience cool but uh going backwards a little bit yeah let's, let's go back misconceptions we'll, we'll reset um, a little bit for, go ahead because he's done them you've done them i've done them some of the people mm-hmm. in the chat room may not have it sounds uh, like they probably have done some of them um uh, we've some got of the listeners may never have done one yeah, we've got a pretty good mix. Uh, we've got some people who have done a few. We have some people who have done quite a few. Um, we've got we've got a good mix. So, um, so I guess uh, the biggest misconceptions I've heard, uh, I actually heard somebody in, a, in an event ask me, we were talking about where I goes, and they asked if it was a geocache, if it was another game. So they've right. been around the game for a little while, but they thought it was a different – they had heard it before. They thought it was a whole different game. They didn't realize it was a type just like multi or puzzle or anything else uh, on geocaching. Um, and because, you know, they don't have it in their area or they just haven't ever really looked into one. Um, but they hadn't done one, so they didn't know. Um, we, we sat down and talked about it, and mm-hmm. hopefully they went out and did one after that. But yeah, <laughs> um, it is another type. It's another icon, just like for icon hunters out there. They're very familiar with that. It's another type for the day if you're going to do all that. Um, the other one is, um, even though it's GPS based, you don't have to use a GPSR. You can okay. use a phone. Right. Uh, additionally, you don't have to use a, your current phone. So if you had an old phone, as long as it's a smartphone, you don't have to have service on it because you can download the where I go ahead of time. And that phone, just like an iPod or something, it could be used without cell service. The GPS still works. So you could go out and play with an old phone if you needed your phone available for something else. Oh, good idea. Uh, yeah. Use so, uh, and some people do that, that, you know, want to use that mainly use a GPS and have, don't have a smartphone. If they have an, they can have access to an old one, they can use it. So that's a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. Still works offline. So where that's also an advantage is if you're doing it in the mountains. 
So if you're doing it in the mountains or out of way where there's no cell signal, you can still do a where I go there. You can still find oh. one there. You can still find one there because you don't need cell signal while you're playing it as long as you've downloaded ahead of time. Yeah, and um, uh, A.S. Gerbers, who's done quite a few, said that uh, they use CGO and the Where You Go app, which we're going to talk about Where You Go later. But she says she open, opens the cache page in CGO and clicks download, and it downloads easily and without issues. So apparently on the, uh, the Android side, it's got some nice features to it. But Yeah, and we can, if we get time in there, I guess we can talk about the, the different apps and the ways to use it. Uh, just in case we never make it back to it, I, I would say that uh, using a smartphone is way better than trying to use a GPS. Mm-hmm. A GPS does not have all all the features that a Where I Go does. Mm-hmm. So um, some of the features on on some of the Where I Goes that are more advanced will not work on a GPS. Okay. So I would say use a smartphone for it. You can find some of the basic ones with a right. GPS, but not the advanced. Any of the ones that are advanced or hidden zones or any of that other stuff with timers and things like that, they can get pretty. Right. Really, really quirky on a on a GPSR. So, do you feel like well, the people that are building where I goes today, the ones that you've been exposed to, do you feel like that most of them are using something more advanced than the alpha? The I mean, they're not really using the the original anymore, don't you think? I think some people are. Okay, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and that's kind of. If we're talking about building them, yeah. um, if we're talking about building them, uh, we get there's the original builder made by yeah. that's on whereigo.com, and it's downloadable. You have to have a PC, so you can't do it with a Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, last updated was one four of two thousand eight, so they're really on top of that one. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, very much yeah, so. Right, they're right up on top of that one. <laughs> uh, there's a if you're a comp- only an Apple person, uh, Ranger Fox is a cacher that built an online tool for building where I goes. Uh, and you've used that one, right? Yes. Um, when I built, I used that one. Uh, a friend of mine who uh, built some up in Mount Pleasant, um, Zunkai, he, all his were built using Ranger Fox. Um, I was hoping Ranger Fox would, Oh, he's there. Ranger Fox is like, me? So he's in this chat room. He's like, uh, yes, Ranger Fox, we've used yours. I like yours. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I tell you, um, it, it was really good um, to have – I think it was very well laid out. For me, it, it, it seemed like it was um, – um, well, like you were saying, Jesse, the, 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 uh, the, the first one is – to me, I, I, I'm a I've been around, you know I'm an I'm an IT so I, I kind of know what kind of know what I'm doing a little bit and uh, yeah. that thing is a disaster. Now Ranger Foxes is like a thousand times better, so it, I oh, think yeah. you, yeah, yeah, so it's really good. We're gonna talk about a couple other ones too because we want to give give prep. You know we're not gonna we want to mention a couple's, but yeah, the Where I Go kit. In fact, Ranger Fox, we got a link too, and people um, this this week I think is really important. Um, we'll get them in the show notes. Uh, you know this week and we will um, make sure that we've got some links for everybody because those are important to, to go to um, you know uh, we try really hard to keep uh, some some of the important stuff in the uh, the show notes or in the in the, in the uh, yeah the show notes so you can look at those um, and Jesse by the way um, um, Sydney jumped on the 
she's in the um, chat room. Um, he's hiding in the chat room, huh? Yeah, and she's like, "Who's going to do the show notes tonight?" Well, Sydney, you'll be home a while. You're you're you'll be home. You're just in Chicago, flying home. So I'm sure you could do them when you get home. So no problem. So. Uh, <laughs> um. So moving from from that one, that's an online version. So if you only have a Mac, yeah. like I did for a long time, um, unless you get somebody else's PC, that's kind of your option, right? Um, and you can real quickly on that one build, a, you know, a stage to stage or questions um, for where I go, and it'll download the cartridge for you, and you can upload it. Uh, I haven't used it in a while, but basically you can download it, and you can make a functional where I go online like that um that's going to be your and i don't know what was allowed to do in there and everything else and he's a good guy we chatted a long time ago about that stuff um but uh that's the stuff he's got available on there um so if you're going to go further than that and get really deep into the features you're going to have to get one of the the downloadable builders um and uh the one i found that that i personally like the best uh even though it's not super modern either, mm-hmm. is uh, Yerwigo. That's at least how I pronounce it, right? Yeah, because uh, there's a W in there, so it's not U-R-I-G-O. Yep. .cz is the site. So if you Obviously, that's not a .com. So if you go on the site, and when somebody pointed me to it for the first time, I was like, what? It's not in English. So it's not a trick. It's just not in English. Once you hit the translate button, you can see it, and you can download it. Obviously, download stuff at your own risk, all that other stuff. But that's the one I've been using for a long time. Um, it's still only on PC. You can't still can't do it on Mac. Mm-hmm. So if you're only a Mac person or an iPad person or whatever, you're not going to be able to do this. Um, but if you download that one, then you can get into the full features. You can do, and we can talk about different types and features that are available. But um, once you get that, and I would recommend if you're wanting to do one, just download it, get started, start playing with it. You can't break it. So um, just download it, start playing around, and there's even an emulator in it so you can test it. You know, you don't have to let other people test it. You can test it right there on your computer, mm-hmm. see if it works, move your little guy around. And um, just like the, you know, the, the builder that whereigo.com has, um, you can test everything right, right in your computer. Um, yeah, so and, that's uh, a pretty good one. It takes a little while to learn with it, but uh, you absolutely can do it. Yeah, uh, Ranger Fox mentions uh, that he where your I go popular best full featured builder available. So that's uh, yeah, kudos um, I to think him. he he may have been the one that told me about it originally, okay. um, uh, years back when we were talking about it. Um, and you know, it changes over time, but typically there's if you look in an area, there's a few people that'll put out where I goes, and everybody else just goes and finds them. Right. Um, so, right. Um, but so. That's really the uh, – even a well-built where I go is going to have some quirks because people have different phones. There's updates. Um, there's all kinds of platforms. Even if you put do not use a GPS on the cache page in bright red letters, mm-hmm. somebody will use a GPS and then complain in the log. Right. <laughs> this doesn't work on my GPS. Right. This is, this is ridiculous. Thanks for reading. Um, <laughs> but – but uh, no matter what you do and try to warn them that some of these features don't work on a GPS, some people will not listen, obviously. We've all yeah. cached or hidden cached before. Um, but uh, the uh, – so 
So the bad thing, so I say it's the worst of what geocaching headquarters has ever put out, is because the last update on their own site, which they own, um, was 2008. <laughs> it's a type that's been out there. It's not getting any updates. I mean, you should be able to program one from your phone by now, right? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, well, and through the, and through the geocaching.com site somehow. Absolutely. It shouldn't be that hard to do, um, but they've done no updates on it. It's, it's, the interface is terrible. The compass on your phone works terrible. Um, it, it, the graphics look really old. I mean, I don't know why anybody would want to do one. Right. That's the worst part of it. Well, wait, wait some, something's happening. Hopefully we hear some good stuff now. Yeah, well, yeah. at least at least somebody survived. Oh, Zodak Zach survived the, the, the uh, sniper fire. That's good. I did. So uh, so Eric's with you and everything, and um, <laughs> well, one of us one of us survived. Um, oh oh oh, cash her down. Eric, Eric's down here. Um, we don't know who. Oh. Don't know who shot him? He's down. Uh, one of the last yeah. snipers. How far did he get before the snipers got him? Could he get a ways or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the other snipers totally got him. Oh um, no! Man down. I got him. Man down. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. I. He was caught in the crossfire. We're not sure who who shot him or or anything. Uh. Oh, he still insists that I shot him. <laughs> oh my gosh! A friendly fire. That's ter- terrible. <laughs> You're supposed to both complete the where I go, not shoot the other guy, so you get to the. F- it's not an FTF, is it? Yeah. Uh, no. No, it's not an FTF. But uh, you know, we're we're pretty competitive with each other. Right. Um, I'm actually gonna, if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna show you what this all entailed here. Oh, sure, go ahead. Um, if you guys can see the screen, uh, basically we had to find the yep. data station. We c- you can see it. Yep. I had to. Yeah, I had to meet Sloan at the rendezvous. Okay. Uh, find a sniper rifle. Uh, I tested it on Eric, and it worked. Um, I, <laughs> Perfect. I had, to, <laughs> I had to destroy the radar, mm-hmm. and then find the third data station, examine the crash site, and then find data station two. And then uh, we grabbed the radar from Sloan. Eric, do you want to show us what the radar? Nope. Video broke oh. up a little bit, but we're still seeing the the where I go, Frozen but. Up. So that, that very cool. The fact that um, yeah, somebody says so. Dave Mills like ha ah, He admits it. Yeah, he did. Um, so, um, but that's a good point. So they should what we showed on the screen, which people listening obviously can't see. No, that's good. Is he was listing tasks. So after saying that all those bad things are there, mm-hmm. bad interface, you know, not accurate, hard to program, everything else. He's ta- he is uh, helping us switch to the topic of what's good about it. Right. So the reason why I say it's the best thing they've ever come out with is right there, those tasks. Uh, there's a whole list of tasks and storyline that you can come into with pictures and words and uh, locations. And like this story here. So instead of just um, going from one station to the next and maybe a little, you know, there's a, maybe a piece of paper shoved in a bottle that tells you a story and you go to the next one. This one follows along, has sounds. Um, Those sounds can be like in the middle of the night, sniper fire. It can be doors creaking. It can be, um, it can be whatever the imagination of the hatter is. Now the story is more immersive. You get into it. There's multiple stages. Um, He's doing it in the middle of the night. So obviously you can do them at night. 
Right. Um, you can make them that only work at night. So a true nighttime one. Uh oh! Oh wait, wait a minute! Oh, something somebody something else is happening. Where I go show? Oh, Sydney, how are you? Oh, you know, I'm hanging out in Chicago right now. It's uh, it's a great time. <laughs> so Try you came on to talk about where I go is the best type ever, right? Um, sure, sure, yeah. Well, I can't hear you breaking up. How? <laughs> no, we oh, can wait, hear. I can't hang up on uh -huh. it. Never mind. Go ahead. We can hear you yeah. fine. We can hear you fine, oh. Sydney. Oh, Gary's yeah, in charge. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's. Uh, I like your comment, Sydney. That it's a forgotten relic. It, it kind of is, sorta. But fans are keeping it alive, though. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's still a valid type, you know. And absolutely, and can be very creative. Like you can't. Where Sydney? Are you in the airport right now, Sydney? Uh, yes, I am. So you couldn't hide a traditional there. However, you could have a where I go that starts there and plays all around that area, mm. but you couldn't have a physical cache there. The physical cache could be somewhere else. Right, right. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so there's, a, there's one advantage of one there. If you have a location like a monument or somewhere that wouldn't allow caching, you could have the story go through that and the physical cache be outside somewhere else. That's a good one point. Advantage of it. I like that. Um, just, just saying, just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, so, Sydney, you've done some, right? You've done some where I goes. You've done a bunch, haven't you, Sydney? Um, I've done there you a are. handful. Okay. Yeah, you guys are breaking up a little bit, so I don't we, think I can stay very long. But. That's right. We can see you. Keep going. So, now, have you, you've built some, too, right? Uh, yeah, I've built three, thanks to Jesse's help, actually. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. But that brings up a good point that we'll get to later, but, you know, don't want to take yeah. her time doing that, but she brought it up. You can you can help other people do it, so that's that's kind of a cool aspect of geocaching, too. Or if you just ask Jesse real nice, he'll just do it for you. That's probably <laughs> awesome. <laughs> be, yeah, be real nice I'm about it. I'm kind of a sucker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Um, your overall impression, then, Sydney. Before we, if we lose you or anything, what? I mean, honestly, what, what, what are your thoughts? Um. So I've built three. Uh, they're kind of hard to figure out at first, uh, but kind of once you get used to it, you kind of get the flow of it, and you know, figure out what you have to do, and then you can start adding some, some new things. Uh, the only problem I found is that a lot of times uh, people put it out there and they don't get maintained. The, the oh, right. or whatever doesn't get maintained so it doesn't work anymore or the cashier's not you know, participating in the sport and then you know it kind of gets doesn't work anymore it's broken yeah that is a bummer we had one that we were doing one night and um um well in the night it was was late in the afternoon but uh, part of the problem was that uh, things had changed in the area a little bit and so, uh, like you were saying, the, the cash owner was not aware, and they didn't really keep up with the area. And so, a street name had changed. So, we were really confused when we got to one part of the cartridge, and it said, you know, put in... I think we had to put a street name in, and we're like, we tried putting the street name in. It doesn't work. But we did uh, send a note to the cash owner, uh, and they did help us through that. So... 
you know, kudos to him that he was able, you know, we sent him a, a message on geocaching.com and he helped us at that point. So, I mean, those kind of things happen. It just, that's not. In fairness, that happens with all cache types, right? It does. Exactly. Not, that happens with everything. Yeah. The, we actually were finding one where Sydney is right now, not at the airport, but in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, she looks around like, oh, where? I need to get a cache. Um, and we actually rented a four-person bicycle because it was up and down the beach or the by the little river or whatever. Right. And um, spent about 45 minutes doing it and got to the very end, and the cartridge crashed. Oh, and it just started no. all the way over. Like, you couldn't start back where I was. And it was terrible because we were right at the end of it. And uh, nowhere I go in Chicago for us. So. Oh, no. That, no. that was very, very frustrating. Now, you could build them, right, Jesse, where they don't have to start all over again? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you can. And you could build them with codes in them. Uh, they get to a certain code, and if they ever had to, they could you know, start back at that code location instead of uh, starting back at the very beginning. I think that so would be good. Skip your head like you would with a, right. a multicache or something like that. And um, so, Jesse, you can build a really simple where I go, right? <laughs> tell, exactly. everybody, tell, everybody, tell everybody about the – so if people want to get started, they can build <laughs> – they can build Jesse's simplest where I go ever. It, easiest where I go ever. Easy. That's right. Not simplest. Easiest where I go ever. So explain to everybody what the easiest where I go ever built is. For people that like like what Sydney's doing right now, she's flying out somewhere. Um, there's a series of uh, hotels. Well, she's ho- she's hoping to she's hoping to fly somewhere. She may be stuck in Chicago tonight for the rest of the night. So. But when you're trying to fly out somewhere and there's hotels nearby or right by the airport, usually you want to see if you can sneak out and get a cash real quick. But you don't always want a traditional. So I've hidden a few or two of them right now, but uh, real close to airports or locations where people stop by real quick near the airport. Um, and it's they're actually labeled the easiest cash or the easiest where I go cash ever or something like that. Right. So one, one, where I go. And uh, literally, when you hit open, it says... Look in front of you, and it's their LPC right there. You just lift it up, and it's got a picture of the thing and everything. Uh, I was trying to build a 1-1 where I go that somebody could find in, like, two minutes. You could probably guess and never even open the where I go, right, and still get it. Yeah. Um, so you, but it's so you, funny the comments you get. Yeah. People are like, this really is – I thought you were kidding. This really is the easiest where I go ever. And I got a where I go as I was doing a layover, and it's it's great. So yeah, Ranger Ranger Fox said the same thing. That it's cool though. You open the where I go cartridge, it tells you to basically look in front of you, and there it is. So there you go. You finished the where I go. <laughs> That's right. It's like 13 feet away from where you you know GZ, and 13 feet, and there's a a lamp post. So right. But it's funny. I get some funny comments because people always think it's a trick. I'm like, no, it's it says the easiest where I go ever. So, yeah, it's marked as a one-one. So, um, but you can you can make them super easy like that. And I don't remember what yours are, Sydney. What kind they are? Uh, one of them is uh like a play anywhere. Yeah. Just just answer some quiz questions basically, and then the other two are just you walk along and you have to answer questions about you know stuff that you find along the way. Oh yeah, and those are uh like play anywhere, and the other one people typically call those uh like tours. Like a, a tour where I go. So, like, you're walking yeah. through a park and you answer based on signs and stuff. Uh-huh. Like that other terrible cash type where you answer signs about nature. But mm. you keep moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Ba-bam! 
shots across sound effects like where I go does, right? Oh wow. Um, no, uh so play anywhere where it goes, I, I kinda relate those. If nobody's ever done one of those, I would kinda relate those to a uh, a puzzle cache. So you can solve it anywhere. And once you solve it, it gives you the final coordinates. That's the simplest kind. So you could sit at home and figure out whatever the tricky questions are for the where I go, just like you would a puzzle. And then you go do it. I mean, they can be a lot more complicated, but the simplest version. And the tour is where you know you walk around. And the coolest one of those I've done. Uh, I didn't build it. I, I did it. Was uh, actually with got off the plane and I still had my suitcase. I couldn't check into the hotel yet. We went to the Boston Freedom Trail. Oh yeah, in Boston. Very cool. I love the Freedom like, Trail. Three miles or something, you know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> with suitcases and everything, looking stupid, you know, like tourists and stuff, and uh, doing the where I go at the same time. But it was it was a really excellent where I go. But it was a tour, but it took you to like you know, Paul Revere was here kind of thing. So, no, those are cool. those are very cool. Now, um, do we want to talk about? Can we talk about the one that you and I did uh, when you came down here? Not mine, but the one that we did with the uh, the inventory. Is this where you want to talk about inventory and? Why don't you remind me about that one? Okay. <laughs> we did. It was over. We, we had done Tombstone, uh, yeah. and then we went and yeah, did a, Where yeah. I Go. You remember now? The one in the park, with the dog park it was, or whatever. Yeah, the dog park. And so um, I enjoyed it, but one of the things I sort of started to get tired of, I guess, was the person like had figured out how to include the inventory into the Where I Go. And so they decided, you know what? They kind of went crazy with inventory so you had to constantly be going around um finding stuff and picking stuff up virtually and so and taking it somewhere else and dropping it off dropping it off and they kind of went crazy so i, I like the concept but i think it went a little too overboard maybe it was a good one though it was fun but I it was five miles in a pocket park somehow right i don't know you know, hey, you get a lot of that. Where I go will definitely get you out walking a lot of the time. You can, so. And, you know, so we kind of talked about the easiest one ever. That's yep. kind of like a traditional. You can't get, you know, you can do whatever you do with a traditional. Yep. The play anywhere one, which is kind of like a puzzle. Right. Solve a puzzle and then go. The tour one, which is kind of like that other type, um, yep. the geology type. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you can go and answer questions. Uh, obviously, the one we did was like a multicache except for it was more interactive and there were sounds and pictures and stuff. Um, so that's kind of why I think one of the where it goes are so neat because if you're creative, you can make every other cache type with a where I go. You can do what every other cache type can, but the other ones can't do what a where I go can. Gotcha. So it's kind of neat. You're playing the little game. You've got sounds. you got pictures. you got to, you know, you can have an intense storyline. It can only work at night or on the weekends or whatever time is set in it. And you can do all the things that all other cash types can. So well, if you're creative, it can be really neat. I love the idea, too. Um, not that I'd be any good at it because I'm not really in the greatest shape. I am better shape than I was. But um, the time limit ones, the ones that's such a cool idea. The You have to get from stage to stage, and you only get a certain amount of time to get from stage to stage. So that's kind of fun. And there's a bunch of those out there. If you search around, you can get ideas you know, from people. But... Um, there's ones where you have to walk or ride a bicycle on a bicycle trail. Mm-hmm. You have to hit the different locations within a certain amount of time. Um, so those are kind of neat. There's a timer that will count down and you know add stress to the to the uh, search, I guess. Um, 
there's a lot of things you can do with them with the timer. Uh, like we said, nighttime, you can you can affect. So no other cash kite can do this. You can affect when the person can do it. So you can set it down to the second of when the cartridge will actually work. Right. So only after 10 o'clock at night or only on Mondays or whatever. Obviously, if you make it too tough. Right. Uh-oh. Oh, are they calling yours, Sydney? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump off real quick. I think we might be moving along shortly. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, th- hey, thanks for joining the show. And apparently you don't hate where I go. So we, we, you've I, confirmed I, that. That's not true. I don't it, know who said that. but <laughs> Just admit it. You love them and they're the best type ever. Right, right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. You just got her to commit that. No. Well, thanks, that's Sydney. Right. Has safe travels back home. And uh, we'll, see you. we'll see you next week. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye, Sydney. There goes Sydney. Um, so a we kind couple... of jumped around a little bit, but I do want to mention some of the features that are available. Yeah, um, let's mention that one second. Let me get in the chat room a couple notes uh, I want you to comment on, Jesse. Um, okay. Ranger Fox commented on. Uh, he says he uh, he's claiming credit for a play anywhere cartridge that he created, um, and he did it um, and. Let me find the comment again. He um, uh, he created the first play anywhere allowed to have a final geocache. And here's the comment that I thought was interesting. He says, I had to convince Groundspeak to rewrite the rules on that. Have you ever, in your experience, have you ever had to interact with geocaching.com? Have you? Okay. <laughs> talk about that for a bit. Talk about that for a minute. Okay. Um, so um, not with not with the same thing he just talked. Obviously, I'd. I'm always either filing an appeal or right. trying to push the envelope or, you know, um, seeing if I'm allowed to do certain things. Uh, some of them I am, some of them I'm not. <laughs> right. But, um, but exactly like he did, when you come up with something new and creative and now I came into the game later than, you know, than a lot, you know, than the original people or whatever. I, I'm not a, I hadn't been doing it forever. Um, but, uh, so he had, you know, him and other players that had been doing it for a long time were, you know, kind of paved the way for a lot of the where I go stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I found some things. And I found some things that, and rightly so, the reviewer said, no, that's too crazy. Um, so I tried to put out one that uh, it wasn't the – so I've done Play Anywhere ones. But I tried to put out one using the random number feature. So there's a random number generator in it. And one of the features you can build into it is, um, like, I made people guess a number one through 100. Okay. And they had to get the number right before it'd go to the next step. Um, but it's a true <laughs> random <or> generator. <laughs> and uh, they're like, so you could theoretically guess this for a thousand years and never get it right? I'm like, well, yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> I know, that's, that's ridiculous. They're not going to let and you do that. <laughs> I agree. It was ridiculous. But I was just seeing what it could do, right? And so I was pushing that. So a lot of times I have had to push things to see, is this allowed? You know, is this, you know, are these kind of things like this allowed? And some of them are, and some of them you have to change. But some of them you do have to to push all the way up to the end and go because they'll say I, I've never seen this before, right. and luckily I've got good reviewers. Right, they're they're willing to to go. Okay, this is you, you got me. This is creative. I don't know if we can do this or not, um, and they're willing to you know work you through the process. Some things they have to say no to, and should, and uh, but some things that you do have to to appeal and, and get one in like that. So um, okay, because we've yeah. done ones that are night. We've done ones that are. All the way up to five five. We've done some crazy ones over time. So sure. Okay, yeah. go back to what and you were thanks, doing. I'm sorry. Thanks, Ranger Fox, for getting those allowed. Yeah, really. <laughs> Absolutely. 
for sure. Those are fun. Those are those are fun types because they're just like puzzles. So I've I've downloaded uh, that play anywhere type of areas I'll probably never go to or may never go. You know, I don't intend to go to now just to see how they play and have fun playing them because you can play them independently of ever going to get in the final. Right. So I'll do that tons of times. So There'll be like you know movie trivia or mm-hmm. things like that. They're just fun to play. They're free, fun little quiz games to play. So. It might give you some ideas too if you play some of those. You, it may spark a, a an it may spark something in you. Go, oh, I can make. I never thought about it, but I can make this something I'm interested in that I may not have, may not have spur. It may spur some creativity out for you for doing those. Right, and I've got a big file. So I've one of the things Sydney mentioned was I helped her with some where I goes, and uh, generally, I can't say this for everybody, but generally, people that build where I goes really like doing it. You know, if they build a lot of them. Right. Um, and like I've talked to Ranger Fox, I've talked to some other people, I've talked to people in other states and, um, or other people have called me and I, I keep a file of all the ones that I've built. Um, and if somebody calls and asks me, you know, and asks me about them, I'll send them a whole file of all kinds of stuff, especially if they're out of state. I'm not worried about them cheating. You know, it's not like, you know, my next door neighbor asking for them. It's somebody from a whole nother state and they're like, I'm getting started and I'll send them all kinds of templates. Try all of this because mm-hmm. I've had other people sharing with me too. They download them and they can, you know, play them, copy them. I don't care. The more fun caches that are out there, the better, in my opinion. I don't, don't, you don't have to put my name in it, nothing like that. And I think everybody that I've talked to that builds them is the right. same way. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll share them unless it's something special and unique, you know, that you don't want to give a secret away on. In general, you'll share them, and and people are pretty caches are pretty open about that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, and th- as some of the comments from the uh, they're in the chat room recently is just play, f- f- you know, do ones that you think that a lot of times if you like them, but think about if there's something that you think that other people would want to play and don't you know you, do, you don't want to do the worst thing you want to, the worst thing I think you would ever want to do with a with a where I go is to scare people off and try to do something that isn't fun and it's just a mm-hmm. bunch of bunch of it's just a bunch of work um you know the the one we did it had a lot of favorite points i liked it but yet mm-hmm. if she would have gone a little further in the i got to pick up another stupid inventory item and drop it <laughs> you're going to start losing me cuz you, you got to sort of think through what a person is going to do you know so you have to kind of keep that in mind i think so well, I think that's only fair. It's like if you're doing a, a, a really complicated multicache, you should probably give people an idea, hey, this will probably take you about four hours yes. or five miles of walking to do. So same with the where I go. That's perfect, uh, yes. As much as I'm an advocate of where I go, my wife won't do them because she went with me and we went to get, we stopped through an area and I was like, oh, there's a where I go. And we got a little bit of time. Let's, you know, let's do it. We had a phone. We go into this park. And there was no warning on anything. And it was a really neat where I go. It's like, I don't know, medieval, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you start doing it. And uh, you don't, And I didn't look at the logs ahead of time because I didn't want any spoilers, right? right? So I just start doing it to download it. And I'm walking around this park. We're hitting more and more stages. And my phone is getting lower and lower in battery. Right. And I get down to like 4% battery. And I'm not at the final yet. But I've invested like an hour now. I don't have a, you know... I'd have to, the car charger's like two miles away. I'm afraid it's going to crash. I'm literally, she stopped. She gave up. And I'm literally running around this park looking like an idiot with my phone before it goes to 0%. And luckily Mm -hmm. I got it. But we spent an hour, you know, we didn't have our phones charged properly because we didn't know it was going to take that long. It looked like a simple, a simple where I go. So that, that turned her off after that. She wasn't interested in doing where I goes. Hadn't done that many since then. Um, 
just because it didn't give you any warning. Right. No warning. And um, what's interesting, uh, and talk a little bit about this for a second. Uh, Peter Stepanek in our chat room, he mentions um, that he did one and it had a a way to do a fast forward. Mm -hmm. I did not know you could do that. So you can. So uh, where I go, just like think about it in terms of a multicast, right? There's a multicast. Everybody's done those or seen or heard about the choose your own adventure type multicaches where you make a choice and you go to either one location or the next based on the story. Yeah. Um, you could do the same thing with where I go, right? Like this is the long version. Right. Uh, so you go to ABC or you can jump straight to location D and you could do that based on a choice based on however you wanted to do it inside the game, right? So that would be pretty much up to whatever you wanted. Or, like Sydney talked about, each stage you could give them a code, and if you're crashed or you had to come back another day or whatever else, there could be an easy question at the beginning, you know, do you have a code for a certain stage? And you just type in, you know, A, B, C, D, right. and it takes you right back to stage six. You don't have to go all the way through them again. Right. Um, oh, that's good. So, that, so you, you could do part yeah. of it and come back if you didn't have time. Like, you only want to do part of it and you didn't hit, right. Very cool. Right. And... Because, and it's one of the features, because you can control when people do it. So the best uh, night cache I've ever done was where I go. Mm-hmm. First of all, it only open at night, and each stage would only open at night. So it'd be right. hard to cheat unless you're changing. You know, if you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat, right? Yeah. But if you're playing it with in good faith, you can only do it at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And there's sounds, and there's creepy, you know, wolves howling and stuff like that. And <laughs> That's creepy cool. little children playing by this vacant house and stuff. And um, <laughs> So it was fun. It was, it was neat to go through and do like that. But you can control that, so no other cache type can control when people do it. Because you put out an, a, 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 a nighttime cache. Have, have you done many of those? The little fire attack ones. Yeah, uh, I've done. Uh, I've done a, a couple, and I've I actually have owned two. Um, yeah. Now, uh, I was gonna back up real quick. So, uh, so a Halloween, a Halloween one. Would we call it a scare? I go. Oh, oh yes! Gosh. Two. All right, Zach. Ching for right. me, baby. Woohoo! Right. I win. Um, Just kidding. If Go you ahead. put out a, a night cache that's got uh, fire yep. attacks in it, yeah, eight o'clock in the morning before it gets dark, it'll have five fines on it, right? Yeah, they won't wait. So that's why I think that's pretty good. Also, so you can control um, you can be, control that. That's great that you can control yeah. the timing. So, I mean, think about the creativity you can do with that. You can make it a five-day cache, right? So you can only do the first stage on Monday, second oh. stage on Tuesday. Third. So there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I will tell you that if you try to do one, then you can only do like two hours a week. It yeah. won't get published. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there as an example, but I did try to do something stupid like that at one point. And then right. uh, rightly so, my reviewer said no. <laughs> so, uh, but you can get really creative like that, right? Right. Um. And there's a way uh, we wouldn't be able to get into the programming side of it, but just to tease people with it. There is a way, and there's one here in Colorado, and uh, another group of us figured out how to do it as well, where you can have two people doing them simultaneously in different parts, totally unconnected, but they have to work together and run at the same time. There's a code and a way you can do that. So like you and I could be doing one in different areas, but we have to communicate and give information to each other to continue through, but we have to finish kind of at the same time. Okay. Um, and then we'd finish together one location or whatever for the final cache. So you can get really creative with them. Um, like I mentioned, that random number generator. Yeah. Um, there's also, you can do math inside it so it can add up the items and tokens you get. You can take them to certain locations. Um, it can only allow you to get to the final if you've collected all the stuff. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of really creative things you can do with it. 
I think it's worth the effort. Go do some first, obviously, right? Sure. Download some to your smartphone. Go do some and have fun with them. Um, but then try to put some out. Uh, and there's yeah. a lot of ways to go about doing that. But mm-hmm. what I would tell you is reach out to somebody that's already built one. They will absolutely help you. Yeah. Um, and reach out to me. Send me an email. I'll help you get started. I'll help anybody, you know, with them because I think they're a lot of fun. And they're really creative cash type. Um, there, there's but, uh, um, there's a bunch of people who have asked uh, tonight in the chat room if you could comment. Um, I know we can't get into a, a lot of detail tonight, but we want to get into some, which is people really want to talk. Have you talk about reverse where I go? So what oh, yeah. what what is it? What is a reverse where I go? And what are what are some steps you would take? To, or yeah, talk about what talk about reverse where I goes. That's perfect. So um, a reverse where I go in its most basic form, uh, like say if we started one right here where we are right now, I start it, hit a button, and it would tell me I'm five miles from the cache. So it didn't necessarily give me the direction or the bearing. It could give me the bearing, but most of them are direction. So then I move a certain direction, and now it says, okay, now you're four miles from the cache. I move another direction, it goes, oh, you're back to five. So I went the wrong direction. Right. I adjust. Now you're three miles, two miles, 50 feet. It's 10 feet away. Um, that's the most basic where I go. Um, there's a bunch of templates running around for people to do, and they have them in just about every state. Um, they're pretty neat. So they're, so people could, right. So people can get a hold of, and uh, Electric Waterboy mentioned in the chat room that um, it's already, it's um, for, it's already built in a sense. For, you can get, um, you can get a cartridge that you could then modify. Is that what I'm, Hearing. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of them floating around. Okay. Um, of the basic ones like that. Um, mm-hmm. but you can build that. So that's a super easy one to build. Um, it if you wanted to get in, that's even a really. It really is easy to build. It, it doesn't sound easy, but <laughs> I'm I'm afraid it, of that one. But the easiest where I go ever. Okay, but it is, but it is easy. Okay, I gotta try to do yeah, one because. And, and here's the reason why it's so easy. And a good example. I'm glad you brought it up. It's a good mm-hmm. example of why where I go is fun. So you get in there and start building. It's really simple. You can build a simple one, right? And then build onto it. Um, well, there's a lot of information that will return based on your phone or device, right? Time, day, um, it'll return your location. It'll return your distance from your location to another location mm-hmm. just by one setting, right? You right. just say display this. Um, well, when you say display this, that's the whole reverse where I go right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's it. That's all it takes. Yeah. Uh, Ranger Fox that's mentions. Yeah. Ranger Fox mentions get three distances. Then you find the confluence point. You can do that with proximity circles on their GPSR. That's yep, a good that's idea. That's a way to do it too. So, and that's a, that's a complicated way. What you can also do, and I built one for somebody lo- uh, close by, mm-hmm. was uh, now add a puzzle aspect to it. So solve a puzzle, then you get your distance. Mm. Then you move again, solve another oh. puzzle, or answer some more questions, and you get a distance. Or create some other kind of task. So you can. So the most basic is you're this far, now you're this far, now you're this far. But right. you could do that at night. You could do that with puzzles. You could do that with name that tune. Mm-hmm. You could do that with, you know, because you can do music, right? You right. can do sounds in it. That's and true. And you can have to type in what your answer is. Is this, this song, this song? Um, so you can, any basic cartridge like that out there, you can add whatever you want to it. Right. So think about anything else you can do with any other cache. Uh, and another important aspect of it is it doesn't have to be like a really simple one. So you can combine it with gadget caches also. Right. Um, because you can ask whatever information you want, you get to the final or 
you start at the final, you have to go somewhere else to get a code to open the gadget cache or to get hints or whatever else. You can combine them with gadget caches pretty easy. Okay. Um, because it can interact, right? Sure. Now I see this information, I can type this information in and it'll give me another hint. Okay. So you can combine them with just about any any type. Right. So um, um, there was a note that um, Lecter Quarterboy mentioned that uh, on the one he has, at the end of it, it gave you a code to create your own. So you could. Yes, so you can do that. So so there's different things you could you could include once somebody is finished, other than just the final coordinates. Oh, absolutely. And the one he's talking about is is exactly what we were saying. So there's a guy, and I can't remember who did it, but there's a, a guy that was helping people create reverse where I goes. Right. So if you finish it, it gives you a code and it helps you um, create your own after that. Because Very people cool. want to share them. People that generally like building them, yeah, like doing them, and want to see more everywhere. So that guy, and I can't remember his name. Maybe somebody in there knows. Um, but, we'll find it. I, I've I've actually yeah. got a code from him, and I've never. I need to use it, but he created. Um, I'll put it in the, in the show notes, but uh, he'll he'll send you the. He'll actually create a test one wherever you live. So mm -hmm. that you can see it, it won't really go anywhere because the final. Right. Obviously, it's not going to go anywhere, but it, it gives you the the it gives you the the guts of it, and it'll it'll the final of the of the, you know when you go find it, you're not finding anything because again, it's a test. But um, that's just that, that's I, I like the idea of, of that one. Um, yeah, and that guy's great because he's helping people that don't choose to take the next step to build one right. have one. Um, but I would encourage people to to build them. So go find them first, then build them. Either get a template from somebody or reach out to other cashers in your area and just say, hey, will you show me how to do this? Unless they're just not friendly, they'll help you. <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, Sydney and I have both uh, – I think she hosted one too. But Sydney and I both hosted events where we helped other people kind of figure out where I go and talk about where I go. Right. I've done a couple of them where you sit down just say, hey, bring your computers. We'll sit in the library. Um and this the whole geocaching event is just building where it goes. And by the time everybody leaves, you have a dozen people, and a dozen people have brand new where I go cartridges. That's perfect. And they can make and they can publish them right after that point if they wanted to. Um, so Let the me, best way is just to reach out to somebody else. Right. Let me ask you a question with the with the rules the, with the GPS with when the when the when the the rules were clarified by geocaching.com yeah, recently. They were muddied. They were or muddied or they tried <laughs> to clear them up. Of course, one of the first things you did. Let's go read all the rules again because you're like, how is this going to affect where I go? So what in it um, should we know about um, about where I goes in the new rules? Or, or is there anything that, that you – So, uh, yeah, and I reached out to my reviewer to check about them because they're kind of confusing, right? There's some proximity issues like if your pin's here and I'm at GZ, mm -hmm. um, there's distance issues with it. Um, so reading through all of that, it doesn't affect – like so I have some that – you have to hike a couple 14ers, um, and then when you get to the top of each of the 14ers, it gives you you know the next location. You go to the next 14er um, mountain for anybody. That, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then you get to the final. So that's several miles. Um, it doesn't affect that. So straight line, it doesn't affect it. What, what that general rule is confusingly trying to tell people is don't put a pin like in Texas and it has nothing to do with anything, and the final's like in the next state. Okay. Right. So, right. and of course, we know that's because of they want you to generally be close to GZ, 
for trackable mileage and stuff like that. And people not just making crazy geo art and putting them all over the place that it's not even anywhere close, like on the ocean and stuff like that to, to fudge the elevation numbers and stuff like that. So it has to be generally close or progressive, you know, as a trail where you're going. So it's not just a way to cheat and just make up a fake GZ. So, right. Right. Um, so we would do want to mention, I want I want to, uh, I will mention, I'm not gonna plug the book too much, but in the book, I do have the, the, top 20 where I go. It, this is based on favorite points, but one of them I want to mention uh, in here is one, the top one, which is called Prognosis Negative. Um, Ravenclaw, it's down your way. It's down in Round Rock, Texas. But the interesting thing, and I, I just, want to, just want to comment on, because I think people are like, eh, yeah, where it goes. But listen to the, what this person said, and then uh, – uh, Jesse will will come on over and talk some about uh, some of the ones you've done. Um, here's the comment that they made. Um, from the very beginning, I knew right away that this was going to be tough because you can make tough where it goes. And I want you to comment on that too, if you would please, mm-hmm. in a minute. Um, uh, I play video games all the time. I have to say that this game was very challenging, both physically and intellectually. I had to explore my inventory, which is we talked about virtual inventory. We can virtually pick up pick up items. So sh- this person had to constantly check their inventory several times before I figured out the answer to some of the puzzles because this particular where I go has puzzles built into it. And the combination of the real world with the digital world was simply brilliant. I liked how the story was put together. Very nicely done because this one has a story that goes with it. Time limits on this one definitely added a stress element that made the cash fun. And then they go on to talk about things that were physically around them that they were uh, that they interacted with or in some cases did not want to interact with because it was in the it was in the woods and so they ran across some spiders and you know the usual stuff we run across when we were geocaching but you know they said bottom line if I could give more than one favorite point I would um, and they said they're going to add this this is um, like the cache that everybody must do if you live in the state of Texas so um, that really was when I researched the book that was really the the um, what I got when I found the, the 20 that had the most favorite points based on the most finds that's what the book's based on every one of them has a story like that that they it's a it's something that they uh, were involved with and they just they'll never forget it because of because of what they did so um, in their case, the uh, and I'll, I'll look it up real quick. But prognosis negative um, is a four four, so a little tough. So, what is it about, um, or w- what are some things that you could really do to make it a tougher where I go? Because we talked about the, the the beginning stuff, but. Once you kind of get more advanced, what are some things you feel like you could do? So some of the ones that I've built and done, uh, I've uh, I had one that so you can some of the easier elements, but more advanced elements you can add in there. Uh, you can add in QR codes. Mm-hmm. So now it's you kind of need two devices, right? Um, so you can add a QR code that gives you more information, or a code that you have to scan with another device that pops up within the where I go. Um, I had one that uh, had a phone number in it. So you get to a certain point and it went along with the story. It's, uh, it was as long a theme of this one was long theme of like amazing race. So you're rushing around town and doing stuff. We get to an area where there's, you know, there's no pay phones anymore, but right. um, you get right. to an area and the story is kind of like, it's a pay phone. You got to call in a phone number 
and it calls a Google voice number and you know, you, you have to interact based on the information off of that. Um, there's uh, you can do fun things like add in, uh, I did one that was, uh, you go around to the different benchmarks in the area. Some people mm-hmm. get like 10 benchmarks to claim and the where I go at the end. So those are the kind of the easy things where you can interact with your physical or virtual environment. Yeah. Um, but, um, I had one that uh, it's not still out there now, but it was out there for a couple years and involved with the hike around a mountain was uh, you had to bring some items with you, oh, rulers, okay. some graph paper. Um, you had to figure out some puzzles in the field mm-hmm. based on uh, an astrology chart. You had to bring a bunch of this stuff with you and hike. And then as you get up on top of the mountain, then you have to solve these puzzles based on the information you have. So you're bringing tools with you. Um, a compass. You had to bring some other things to make some field calculations. Mm-hmm. So now you're tired, you're hiking, and it gets complicated. If you don't solve the puzzle, you're not going any further. Right. So it's really right. Um, now there's ones also. I've done ones that uh, you have to boat to. Okay. So it's a good look. It's a good for that. So you can go out in different locations. You have to boat to different locations in the lake and get to it, or swim, or go to an island. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's your raising your terrain too, right? And right. the difficulty can be just like any puzzle. You can add as much difficulty as you want to it. So, um, you know, something that, that comes to mind when you, we're talking about this is that if you're going to, if you live in an urban environment, and this is something, if you're, uh, if you Mudak, she lives in, uh, you know, she's in the L.A. area. Mm-hmm. Instead of just hiding a traditional under a lamp skirt, and I don't, I, I personally don't mind those, but some people don't like those. But how cool would it be? to have that be the where I go final because you will have had a great experience getting to that final and the final doesn't always have to be earth shattering but you had a great time you know it would it would still be a cool where I go and even if the final's not I mean we've all been we've I mean puzzles a lot of times puzzles people love certain puzzles Mm-hmm. And if you ask them, was the what was the final like? They're like, well, I don't know. The puzzle was just. I mean, the, the final was nothing. The puzzle was awesome. So mm-hmm. to to them, the the that geocache was awesome, even though it's a you know, it's just a lamppost skirt cache, you know. And I think you have the opportunity to be more creative than you can with any other cache type. Mm-hmm. And I would debate that with anybody. Uh, right. Have a different opinion on that because. Uh, what other cache type could you start at one location, tell them they have to have their headphones with their smartphone, and now each location you get to, it's talking to you just like reading a book to you. Right. Or talking to you like it's a conversation. Now you need to turn left at the stop sign. Okay, go to the next location. Ding, you get there. Now you need to look up, look at this, you know, look at that sign, read the fourth letter, you know, convert that to numbers, and now move from there. It could right. be an all auditory um, oh, wow. geocache, which you couldn't have, you know, it's hard to recreate the stuff that where I go can do, even though it's a really terrible builder and interface, <laughs> it's worth suffering through to get the creativity. Um, add in pictures, QR codes, you can add all kinds of stuff in there. And either, you know, see or hear a lot of things. It doesn't do video, but outside of that, it does, you know, timers. It does a lot of kind of stuff that interact with environments. You can do, um, I, Anywhere that you want to add a cool story to, but can't have mm-hmm. a physical stage, right? That's probably the best way to do it, right? Right. I don't know how else you would do it otherwise. Yeah, you know, and um, uh, Ranger Fox mentions he created one where um, you listen to audio tapes left by different people, and um, then you try to find out what happened to them. So you make a mystery. It's like a oh yeah, you've added a mystery item 
like a, you could do a whodunit or, or any kind of mystery type. If you're interested in that, you know, if you're interested in mystery, if you're interested in horror, if you're interested in, you know, just different adventure stuff or whatever, whatever kind of, and this is where, where I goes allow you to include, because we always, we talk about this a lot of times is that can you include your hobbies, other hobbies you have, um, you know, if you're interested in whatever, uh, but you also geocache, this is an opportunity to combine the two, the two items together sometimes, which you can't always do that. So, um, right. You know, and um, yeah, you, can, you can be as creative as you want with it. Right. It's just, yeah. you want to, it's just another type. It's another icon. And you know, the opportunity to create something really unique, you can make it whatever you want to make it. Yeah. So, but you need to start, do an easy one. Um, mm-hmm. Try the different, uh, try Ranger Foxes. If you like that one, use that one. Try the Euro I Go, and we put, uh, we'll have the link in the show notes. Um, hit translate if you need to for your, for whatever language you need to go to. Um, don't use the one that, that geocaching.com has because you'll just get frustrated, I think. And, um, you know. Well, uh, yeah, my thoughts are, you know, we go you travel a long distance to get a new icon, right? That's why people are freaking out about Giga and, right. you know, the eight cash people drive, go down to Brazil to get that icon. Well, that works both ways, not just going to get one, but owning right. them too, right? Earth cash. That's right. a hard one to do. Um, and who would want that anyway? But um, Earth cash, <laughs> you know, where I go puzzle. One of the things we do as cashers is we, is we like lists, right? We want yep. to populate lists, fill them out. Well, under those caches that you published, that's one that you can do. Even if you never want to go through the trouble to do Earth Cache, you can add where I go on there. Don't let, don't not get that icon because it's a little bit extra trouble. Reach out to somebody. You can put one out in your area. And people, if there's not one in your area, people will be very happy because it's the first one they can go get and it'll be popular. You know, yeah. people want to go do that. They want to get that icon and not have to travel five miles for it or, you know, five yeah. hours for it. If you get and once you do start getting advanced, it can it can go crazy. Like you were talking about, you did a, a series in Nebraska. It's the A through Z where I goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach was talking about before the show that there's a geo art that's where I goes. He did yeah. thirty seven where I goes. It made a uh, it made a ghost. You know, made the the virtual looking item. You know, and there's some really neat ones out there, and you know, and they. Uh, one of the ones that I did, I couldn't get permission in this park. It was a, natu- uh, a national park to hide a physical cache, mm-hmm. but they would let me do a where I go virtual one all throughout the park and then put the um, the final right outside the gate. Oh, yeah. There you go. So it was so- cool. I, I thought that was great. The ranger would let me do that, you know? So yeah, um, it can go into areas that you couldn't normally have a cache. So, and we know everywhere needs a cache. So, wow, absolutely. All over the world, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. Um, that whole concept, and we need to wrap up tonight, but that's the, the whole concept of um, there's a spot in your town and you really want, and there's only like one cache maybe there, and but people are missing maybe parts of this park or this this walking tour area. People are missing it because it's within that, the don't get me started on why it's 528 feet. Uh, I think it's too big. I think it needs to be at least half that um, because in, in urban areas, it's just, I think it's too much. But you could have your where I go slip into where that traditional is and wander around near that traditional long as your final's outside of that zone. Now you've mm-hmm. you've allowed people to... Uh, 
not only get the traditional in this cool park that you want people to walk around in, but now they can go. They have. They need to go into the park for the where I go. Experience more of this cool park that maybe they're going to miss, and then you finish out somewhere else. So you, you don't want to be too far, right? Are you going to really? I think you'll drive people crazy, right, Jesse? Yeah, you, there are some long ones that are, are pretty <laughs> crazy. You know, you'd want to warn somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, that cross state lines and everything else, but uh, just like any other cash type, warn the people before you're doing it. And if they know what they're getting into when they start it, that's kind of their choice, right? Hey, this this multi will take you five, you know, hours to complete. Okay, mm-hmm. you just need to warn somebody. This where I go. Same thing. Give them give them a little warning there. Don't just like ha ha tricked you. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be kind of mean. That's really yeah, bad. Just like any other cash type. So and. I th- I think especially if you're new to an area and people start doing it, or if you're, you know, your area doesn't have a lot of them, it's a great chance to get a high favorite point cash in your area. So, yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, last comment, we're going to wrap up, uh, Jesse is people want you to do a, uh, building session sometime on where I go. So maybe next year, can you build one? Yeah. So, um, next time we'll do that. Yeah. We've talked about this and, uh, I've tried to build manuals before, to help people step by step, but the manual gets more complicated than you ever need. It's 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 too complicated. Yeah. But I bet we could figure out some kind of make one online hangout session where we can help people build them. Yeah, we we'll work oh, we on something. Yeah, we'll figure out something. Maybe uh, we'll we'll see what we can do. That. But that's a good idea. Uh, uh, that was uh, Kuhn Kindle uh, signature to that. So, uh, last thoughts, Jesse. We'll wrap up. Um, find a where I go, and mm-hmm. then if. If you're one of those cashers that wants to have experienced everything, I would have to ask you, why have you not published a where I go? Right. Right. Uh, find one. Go f- if you, if you find one, build one, whether it be small and start small. Um, if it's going to be, if it's going to be a little more, uh, there's, if there's more into it, I think like you're talking about Jesse is you, if you feel like that there's a warning that needs to go along, like your wife doesn't probably would like to have had a warning on <laughs> yeah. some of the ones you guys have done. I would have liked to have a warning on the one. I enjoyed it. The one we, you and I did together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have liked to have at least known, okay, this is going to take some more walking than I expected. That's okay. I, I want at mm-hmm. least a little bit of warning. So if you need to think about, what people are going to go through. So p- warn people if need be. And um, you got to go do them and go, f- go find some, there's a lot of cool ones out there. So s- spend the time and go do them. If you have a question, shoot me an email. Yeah. Where, where do you, where I do you want them? them? I like to help people with them. Just Memphis mafia at gmail.com. Memphis. No, uh, just Memphis mafia. One word. Yeah. No space and Memphis with an F. Yep. M E M F I S mafia at where are we going at? G- at gmail? gmail.com. Gmail.com. Mm-hmm. MemphisMafia at gmail.com. If you forget that, you can always send it to geocache talk at uh, geocache uh, talk at gmail.com and I'll forward it on mm-hmm. or Jesse will read it. He's got access that to that as well. So, all right. Well, folks, um, coming up on the show next week, um, we're back international. We're, we're going to have uh, Crystal. She'll be on and we're going to talk about caching in Finland. So she's a Finnish 
geocacher and so we're back international because this show is all about not only u.s but international listeners uh 55 countries we're in um the show after that is going to be um hang on android users we promised you a show and it's coming (laughs) in two weeks uh we're geocaching with stefan of gc droid and we'll talk all things android we'll talk obviously about his but we'll talk about other uh i think he won't have any problems we'll talk about the other ones as well but we'll focus probably more likely on gc droid obviously he's the uh, owner of that one but uh, uh that'll be interesting to hear about uh, with the Android, and then in three weeks, Jesse, t- tell us a little about the the show and th- the show seventy seven in three weeks a little bit. Doctor so, Polly, uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna have on Doctor Polly. Uh, mm-hmm. He is a local teacher that I've met in person, and he's been interviewed by geocaching dot com before or mm-hmm. GC headquarters, right? Um, and he has taken uh, geocaching to the school, so he uses geocaching in educational format. And uh, and started using it with his students. His students loved it, um, and even established a club at school, a geocaching club at school, and it's hugely popular. And uh, I don't want to give any details that he does, but yeah. uh, he uses it for educational purposes. And it's geocaching at school, and they put out caches, and it's that's all I'm going to say right now. But it's yeah. great. He's used he's brought geocaching to the school, and it's hugely popular with the kids. Very cool. So. Yeah, that's a great idea. We'll love uh, Dr. Polly will be on in three weeks, uh, so we're looking forward to that as well. But we're, we're trying to bring you all guys all sorts of different we, – we, we, we try to run the gamut, get you all sorts of different kinds of things, international and Android and Cashly, and we're going to do the this uh, with the teacher and everything. So looking forward to those shows. So we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. A lot of stuff hits Twitter, uh, and so make sure and do that, at geocachetalk, uh, or me personally. I'm at Gary Slinkard is my Twitter. Uh, Jesse is at Memphis underscore Mafia. Sydney is at ShermanatorGC, and our Facebook page is facebook.com slash geocachetalk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget, don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. Until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go create a where I go, and then go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. And we're done. Good. Good stuff. I think we can do a...